Yo, hat. Sir. What is poetry to you? Poetry to me is creating visuals for all the things I see in my head. Like from the moment I wake up out my bed to the second I lay down the rest is all about creating. What about you? For me, poetry is liberation. It's the unshackling of chains for you, those before you, and our future generations. Poetry is legacy. The things you leave your seeds so that they can be whatever it is they want to be. This is the poetry. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Poetry Pod. I am your co-host, Hatchless, like matches with the age, but please don't sleep on me, and I'm here with... What's up, y'all? This is Stony Tony. Y'all don't know what time it is. It's 420. <laughs> so y'all, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So Tony has been working on, on his <laughs> intro for like three weeks now. And do it, do it one more time. Do it yo, one more time yo, with conviction. Yo, what up, y'all? This is Tony. Tony, me. Y'all trying to know what time it is. It's 420. It's 4.20. <laughs> so obviously he's a smoker. Uh, <laughs> it grew on me, though. Like the second time I heard it, I was it like, was oh, I, I kind of like it. I yeah. got to work on it. It's all about delivery and confidence and the first, the first you know time that. it was trash. I ain't even gonna hold it. I'm a little the second shaky. Time, it was like, I, right I get it. I I'm gonna get work it. on it, y'all. I, I promise it. by like the seventh episode, this should be dope. Seven episode, nigga says, number. Stony Tony, you know what time mm-hmm. it is. 420. Yeah, light a blunt for that, y'all. <laughs> oh, we lit. Hell yeah, hell yeah. We lit. But yo, 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 we here, <laughs> we here today, one on our own reconnaissance. Right. Yeah. Thank God for that. That's um, we get the liberty to do this every day. Something that we love. Yeah. Um, being able to share our art on this platform and this poetry pod. Um, but it's dope because we get to do our own work. And today we're talking about magic, if I'm not mistaken. Is that great? Is that the name of the poem? Yes, that is the name of the poem. Which is a magical feel already, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. That's so you're about of to bring poem. us some magic today then. Of course, I'm gonna try to at least. That black magic. <laughs> I hear you, dog. Word. <laughs> Um, I'm excited to hear this poem. I've actually never heard it, you know. Um, not that really? I, yeah, not 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 that I had. I have so many of yours that's in my catalog. That I'm like, oops, that's my favorite. That's my favorite. That maybe I did hear so, it. So you're actually right. I, I yeah. don't think I don't, I don't think, remember you performing this. Yeah, one. I don't think uh, I performed this around you. I think I've performed like other more aggressive poems, but I haven't performed this. Funny story about this poem is like I actually wrote it uh, because I'm a starving artist. Um, and I won't be having money sometimes. Uh, so at, during this time, um, I wanted to, it was Mother's Day, like two, three years ago or whatever. And I wanted to do something special for the women in my family. And I'm a writer. So I was like, yo, I'll write them a poem. So, uh, but then I went all out though, because you know, my, girls be adding like the finishing touches to things. So my girl was like, yo, don't just write them the poem, like print it out, frame it, give it to them. And Word. I was like, oh, that's a good idea. Shout out so to Joe. literally <laughs> all three of my aunts and my sister have this poem hanging in the house. That is fire. Yeah, that fire. makes this poem yeah. magical right there. The fact that this was catered to the women in your family, bro, yeah. and made from that. So that's where this stems from. That made me feel good, too. Like, just, just knowing that I gave them something that they appreciated so much that, like, they hung it up type shit. Yo, you a good dude, bro. Like, the more we listen and learn about you, I'm realizing you're an amazing guy, yo. yo. My, my mother raised me right, bro. That's yeah, what I, word. <laughs> I feel that's you. That's what that is. All right, so magic. Um, so this is so this is a poem, um, kind of like an ode to the ladies in your family. Mm-hmm. Um, you was able to share this as a gift 
for yeah. Mother's Day. Yeah. Um, and of course, your wife threw her touches on it and she of makes course. everything better. Yeah, I mean, that's what they do. That's what they do. <laughs> Word. All right, cool. So bring us into this. Like, okay. Let's hear about magic and see what you're working with right here, bro. So this, this, is, this poem is called Magic, obviously. Um, so the women in my family are magic. Like, I have witnessed them transform tragedy into triumph. Cradling self-esteem and rocking pain to sleep with lullabies that soothe the average beast like me. See, I've seen them look death dead in the eyes and laugh like only a black woman could. With enough cocoa butter and shade to even out all of my dark places. Uh. With enough snaps, neck rolls, and hand claps to let you know when they ain't playing. Enough fourth suit to last generations because as we all know, black, it just don't crack like that. Because mm. see, when my mother died, these women literally put the men on their back and carried us to understanding. When my uncle died, they were the only ones to not cry. The only ones to allow for us men to be both vulnerable and safe. See, this is what God must feel like. They say the burden of shrimp. It always lies with the wise. Well, these women birth boulders and can move mountains with their mouths. I remember overhearing conversations in the kitchen. And if y'all know anything, y'all know there's nothing more magical than four black women in one kitchen. Facts. See, I watched them there conjuring feasts fit for kings with recipes passed on from elders I have never seen, but always knew they loved me still to this day. Just by the way my food tasted, I watched them there gracefully stirring pots, measuring by hand just the right amount that's good for your soul. See, they were good for your soul like church because the kitchen it was praise and worship. The kitchen was knees on a pew, an invitation to forgiveness. And these women, these women are extensions of God. Oh, yeah. These women are fried chicken, collards and turkey neck bones, baked mac and cheese, gizzards and gluten filled bread because gluten free just don't taste the same. <laughs> these women seasoning picked from the earth and packaged in tough love raw salty and sweet these women these women have survived fires mm. and lived to tell of smoke of rubble of ash that blows in the wind like strange fruit on mississippi trees see they have seen their fathers die by the hands of whites and still manage to smile they have seen their mothers go from matriarchs to forgotten by the history books and still encouraged us to read, read until we can write, write until it is right, mm. until monuments are erected in their honor. And even if they aren't, at least all y'all will know that this little black boy came from a loving family. So it amazes me how hearing the rumblings of an empty stomach was the only motivation they needed, how they withdrew pain from wounds I never knew I had. How they had love etched on the insides of their arms so that every hug had the power of healing. How they knew honey and ginger and apple cider vinegar worked better than anything a doctor could ever prescribe. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> Women in my family are magic, I swear. And I just want them to know that that monument they've been waiting for has always been right here. Thank you. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that was hard. <laughs> you said that was hard. Yo, that was flavors. Yeah. Yo, your ability to personify things that are not alive, the way that you bring them to fucking life, 
Yo, it's unmatched. I'm not gonna lie, that's my favorite. Yo, like, you're dumb nice at that, do. bro. It's ridiculous. I like, appreciate that. I hope the listeners are really like tuning in right now. This is magic happening in front of us. This is history being made right here in front of us. You're Yo, a living you, legend, King. bro. For real. Thank you, King. I, I'm not there yet, but I, I this is one of my favorite poems. I literally do this. Uh, it's probably the first poem that I do in any set, like all the time. Yo, you got to perform this every single Mother's Day somewhere. Like, it has to happen. It has to be, like, the ritual because every black woman, every woman needs to hear this shit. They need to be able to feel what you just made us feel right now. So I, I'm thinking about it, but, like, I originally it, it was just for them. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I, I actually didn't perform this for, like, a year after I wrote it. And just because, like, I'm like, yo, this is theirs. Like, let let them have it. Um, but then they actually came to a show. Um, and I was like, yo, I have to perform this poem. It was in the Bronx, the show? No, nah, it was actually in Brooklyn. Okay. Um, and they all came out. It was my aunts, um, my sister, and my cousin, all women. But they roll deep. They always support they you. Because I've been on a few of your joints up. where they, they, yeah, they, they all there. Yeah, they pull up. They, they invested <laughs> in the process now. I, I got them invested. But, like, it was just beautiful. Um, to I think this was, like, one of my very first features. Um, so like, it was just beautiful to have the people that respect me in the poetry realm, see my family and see like why I am like how I am. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like these, these women. Your roots. Yeah. Like these women are, are, have been an integral part of my character. Um, so to have them in the building, to do that poem, to see them cry while I'm on stage doing this poem for them. It was like, I started crying, bro. Cause it was like, yo, like. They know my journey. They know about me losing my mother. They know what I went through during that process. They were with me every step of the way. You know what I'm saying? So it's like to see to see their the fruits of their labor right. on stage right now. Like it Word. was just a beautiful thing, man. Yeah. I think it's beautiful. What's beautiful about this is like, Ken, how you shared this in the beginning. Like this came from this came from absolutely no ego. I feel like as poets, we write sometimes and we write with our ego, yeah. you know? That's, yeah, it's there was just, no bravado. It's part right. of it. it was not, this yeah. was just like, yo, I ain't got a dollar right now, but I love y'all. <laughs> y'all about to feel right now how much I love y'all. Yo, that's big facts. That's exactly my mindset. Like, yo, I can't do what I really want to do for you, but I could show you I love you. So for the poets that's not poets out there, <laughs> or the people, rather, that's not poets, so y'all ask that a luck if y'all ain't got a dollar, y'all better holler at us. <laughs> <laughs> Hit us up for the mother's, mother, the mother's day. Yo, you know I was doing that for a minute, right? Yeah, no, I beat that. I actually, I, yo, I bit that right away. I was like, yeah. yo, this is fire idea. Yeah, I, had, I did it too. And I was able to write a Mother's Day poem That's for a, a good friend hustle. Of mine. That's a yo, good hustle. But you are ridiculous with this, bro. That's a great yo, hustle. One of one of my favorite lines, one of my favorite lines is that where you say that only black women could laugh the way that they could, right? And then you say, with enough cocoa butter and Shay to even out all my dark places. Yeah. Yo, bro, the, the how, y- your mom, your aunt, your grandmother, <laughs> they put cocoa butter on you every, every goddamn day, day, bro. Like, <laughs> walking outside, shiny as hell, bro. So the fact that you were able to say, like, yo, this is the ointment to my, like, my, my, my darkest places in my life, and these women were the ones that were able to, just, all right, talk about it more, because I'm over, I'm overcompensating. <laughs> that shit is ridiculous, that line, though. Um, so as far as that line in particular, uh, my writing process is when I sit down to write about something, um, I look at the visual first. This definitely, definitely had yeah. his visual. Too. So I, I like to give the emotions to the visual. So it's like, I remember 
you know, the Red Fox cocoa butter. I remember <laughs> like being all greased up, walking outside and niggas is like, yo, why are you so shiny? And I'm like, cause my mother loved me. Like, you say, like, I don't, I don't this know is how else to, on my skin. you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know how else to explain it. Like, you know what I mean? So it's like, I remember that feeling. I remember being mad at it at first. Like, yo, why I gotta be outside all shiny and shit like that. But then, then it's like, as I get older, like I keep those same practices. Like I take care of my skin. Like these are things that, that they taught me. Um, but when I, when I said to even out all of my dark places, it was just a play on words because it's like, that's what they are there for. Right, like they're there to show me the light, to show me my character, to show me who I should be even and accept all of the darkness. It still let me know like, hey, I'm disappointed in you, but like, yo, you could do it better. You could do it like this. And that's what they've been for me my whole entire and you life. Even, you even further played with that, right? That pun when you were like, and we all know that black don't crack. Like Facts. we all know that famous line. Yeah. We didn't see the baddest. I mean, yeah. I ain't even gonna start naming names, but Hallie, yeah. you feel me, Angela. We didn't see the baddest to the baddest at their age, fifty and plus. But I don't necessarily think you're talking about actual skin here, right? You're talking about the, re the resiliency. resiliency. Yeah, because that's why I said enough fortitude to last generations. Because as we all know, black just don't crack like that. So Facts. it's like I got aunts that look like they in their forties. How? I have no fucking idea. I pray that we get to hold on to that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, yo, what? Like, I look older than my sister. I'm not going to say how old she is, but like, how? Like, what the fuck were you doing? Like, I think it's because you smoke blast and drink. Make I, that, walk. That, but, that's probably what it is. That's probably what it is. But there's enough cocoa butter to solve that in the world, too. <laughs> nah, that's big facts, though. So, facts. another line that I love, and it, this actually has nothing to do with positional play with, like, wordplay mm -hmm. or any type of alliteration. This is straight and form of informational, right? Mm -hmm. When you say, like, when my mother died, these women literally put men on their back and mm -hmm. carried us, right? When your uncle passed, right? They weren't allowed to cry. Like, mm -hmm. it was y'all that had the safe space to cry. Mm -hmm. you, can you kind of, like, speak on that more on those two, like, astronomical losses in your life? You feel me? I'm sure. And how they were able to play the role that they were. And how black women do that shit every day. You know what I mean? Have to mm -hmm. be these statues for, for the world. And it's a gift and a curse, right? So, like, the first thing I'm going to say is I, I don't want me feeling reverence for the strength and fortitude of black women to be interpreted as uh you need to be strong all the time because you don't right so like i'll say that but that line specifically when i think back to when my mother passed away my mother was literally the rock of the family um she was the matriarch um and she was like the middle child. So it was weird, but just the personality that she had for my family, uh, she was a leader. Right. She that was, was a role. Yeah, she was a, a compassionate leader. Um, so like her brothers took it hard. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like her oh. brothers took it hard and her sisters took it hard, but they realized what was at stake. And it's like they never lost their position. It was like, yo, one of us got to pick up We got to pick it up. Yeah. And, and they did. And they did. And Shout they always them, do. Um, so, like, just seeing them corral around the family, like, seeing the three sisters just corral around the brothers and and me and my brother and sister, because they know, like, that was my mother. Um, and just the support that they had. And, and then even when 
I would see them cry. It was like they would see me see them cry and, and feel like they can't because I'm 15. And it's like they want, they're worried more about me than them because it's like, how is he going to handle this? Um, and the same thing with my uncle. Like when, when my uncle passed, my uncle, it was my uncle through marriage, right? But he was around the family a long time. So it's like we all had good relationships with him. So just seeing how they had to come together for their sister and hold it down, like funeral arrangements, food, everything, like, because the uncles wasn't doing that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like just seeing those women take charge in that way, um, it's just empowering. It, it, it gives me the understanding that I could do anything. I, I come from this. I can relate to that, man. I have some strong-ass women in my mm -hmm. family. I think what's even more dope about that that I'm passionate about as fathers, and I know you are too, is mm -hmm. that Little Hat right now has another woman, another black woman in his life, you yeah. know, that's strong, that's yeah. independent, that's going to kind of set the example for any other woman, just as his mom will, Correct. to come into his life, you know? Because that's how it happens, be. right? Like, you, you end up, you end up dating and meeting and falling in love with the people who remind you of your family, right? right? Uh, or, or who could be a good fit, right? So it's like, I I get mad at my girl sometimes because it's like, she's super opinionated and she's strong-willed. But it's like, my mother was super opinionated and strong-willed. Like, I, that's why I'm attracted to it. It's right. like, yo, you can't be no dummy. Like, I can't be around or push over. Like, you gotta, you gotta push me. Um, And so like, that's, that's the comparison, I guess. Yeah. Yo, I had fun. I have fun listening to this, and I know the listeners did too. My, my the, the part that was like, this is a movie, right? It's like, you brought us into the kitchen. Mm. You literally brought us into your dining room, and you brought us into the kitchen, and, like, I literally can hear, like, the woman laughter and the bonchicha and the chatter. Mm -hmm. They talking about who ain't paid this bill or, you know, who's <laughs> behind on this and that, da, 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 da. Uh, and then the teaching of the recipes, and you and give us... smacking the hand, you, trying to take the food early. <laughs> yeah, like, come, try to take a chicken away. Come smell this, boy. <laughs> come smell this. Smell this. This smell good. Get your, right, your hand out the plate. Get your yeah, get your hand out the pot. What are you doing? Nah, yeah, you, you, you bring us through it, bro. You you start with, right, the burden of strafe always lies in the wise. And these women can move mountains with their mouths. Mm -hmm. Alliteration on that is crazy right there. I remember overhearing conversations in the kitchen and there's nothing more magical than four black women in one kitchen. Is Those, that they're like an army, bro. Like, it's like, they're like, they don't even talk. <laughs> like they just know what needs to Assembly be done line. it should be wild like so it's like after years of seeing that like through holidays or just regular sunday and they cooking they inviting everybody seeing that in action and not just in my family like it seems like every ethnic family i go to you see the women in the kitchen taking over and like doing it in such a beautiful way that like it's hard to put in words like what that is and what that feels like. You know what I'm saying? Because not just necessarily what you're looking at, but what that feels like. Like, it feels beautiful, bro. Like, just to see yeah, you that. Say, you say right here, like, this must be what God feels like. Yeah. <laughs> That's what's, because, like, you know, you can't put it could God into words. Right. But it's like, it feels like that. Yeah, God is in motion. And yeah. seeing black woman in the kitchen is like seeing the God. Yeah. I, I would agree to that for sure, especially with some bomb-ass baked mac and cheese with Do some breadcrumbs in and the oven. The, the, what comes out of that? It's like, oh, <laughs> shit, how did you do that? Yeah, God's like, word, I feel you, bro. Yeah, man, it, I, this shit is crazy. I mean, because 
I think I think what's what's dope about when you take us into the kitchen is that your your ability to take flavors, right, and senses and smells and the way you play with our sensory, but it's pun on it, right? Mm-hmm. What it's actually meaning. So for instance, like you're saying like stirring pots measured by hand. You have to emphasize the fact that we don't do a quarter or a teaspoon mm-hmm. of shit. Everything is no, nah, no, nah, this need a little more. Yeah. Oh, this needs some of that. Like people no don't get cups. that. People don't get ain't that no at all. Cups. And then just amount that's good for your soul, right? So good for your soul, like church, right? So like, yo, the kitchen was praise and worship. The kitchen was knees on a pew and invitation to forgiveness. These women are extensions of God. Mm-hmm. I truly believe that. Collard greens, turkey neck bones, baked mac and cheese, glizzes. And my favorite fucking line in this whole poem. <clears throat> and gluten-filled bread. Because? Gluten-free just don't taste the same, baby. <laughs> it don't. That's yeah, facts, bro. That line. That's facts. That line is it, bro. That line is it because you got to have a black wife or a black grandma. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, to understand that, you, there's. Like, why, why would they ever put gluten-free anything? But you know the thing about it is the gluten allergy is not really an ethnic thing. Like. Most black people, black and brown people, aren't allergic to gluten. Yeah, because they gave us the shit parts of the wheat anyway, so it produced our body yeah, to, like, to, to be able to withstand shit like so that. It's like, I, that's not an issue. I didn't even understand that was a thing until college. I was like, "Yo, what is gluten free? Anything? Yeah, mad expensive. That's what it is. Like, what is that? <laughs> There's some people that have diseases, of course. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I get you it. You know, I guess they can't step. But that's in the not black like a, a normal thing in the, in our community. You know right. what I'm saying? So that's why I wanted to add that in there just so they know, like, who I'm talking about. Right. <laughs> no, but you killed it with this shit right here. You said these women, and this is the sweetest fucking line. I think if any line your grandmother and your aunt and every, and, your, and all the black women in your family mm-hmm. could read and really, really, really resonate with, these women are seasoning picked from the earth. This is my favorite line, B. And packaged in tough love. Raw, salty, and sweet. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's that's real. That's real because this is exactly what it is to have a black woman in your corner. Mm-hmm. It's is raw. It's raw. They're gonna give it to you raw. Yeah. They damn sure gonna throw salt on the wound yeah. when they can. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So but they're like, gonna cater and lick your wounds too, B. I they, think I think what's what's most impactful about what you're reviewing right now, this these stanzas, these bars, is that you're talking about soul food. Mm-hmm. Yes. And when we, it makes us happy as black people. When we start yes. thinking about food, we start yes. thinking about Thanksgiving, we start thinking about holidays. holidays, family. But then you slowly but surely went into these women have survived fires mm-hmm. and lived to tell of smoke, of rubble, of ash that blows like strange fruit um, on the Mississippi, Mississippi tree. Trees. This is a culmination of the black experience. This is a culmination of a black family. So I love how you made it. Yo, this is joy, but it's also pain. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Cause it is. And it, it, is. it is. And what the joy we were, the history of soul food is impactful period. Yeah. We were able to take so little of what was given to us from scraps mm-hmm. and turn it into a masterpiece, you know? Exactly. So full course exactly. meal. You, you get right? it. And, mm-hmm. and that's, so the reason why I use the soulful reference, obviously, because it's, it's an ethnic reference, but also because of that very same fact. Um, like, 
just just seeing that embodies my family, like the women in my family, just knowing their plight, knowing what their life looked like before New York. Very different than what I could ever imagine. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so like to to grow up and be abused by men legitimately, right? Like, like their father was like an alcoholic and, and didn't treat them well. That's why they were all running to New York by the time they got 18 or whatever. Um, and then to be in relationships that put their life in danger, like pretty much every single one of them. You know what I'm saying? So like And stood around for the sacrifice still, for the next generation exactly. to and it's still do the damn thing. And it's still hold us down, hold the kids down, keep us away from that. Right. So we don't even that. know that until mm -hmm. we get older and we do the history. Like, oh, you went through that? You right. went through this? Blah, blah, blah. Would have no idea. So like that in itself is like, it just made me show more harm is that like you went through all that and, and it didn't tur turn you cold. Like, yeah, that's, you, you speak still about love it. me. Hey, like, you that's you say they have seen their mothers go from matriarchs to forgotten by the history books. Mm -hmm. But yet they still encourage us to read. So mm -hmm. that's like, that shows that ultimate sacrifice. I think, you know, black women are always thinking about the kids first. Because mm -hmm. like, I remember being as a kid and being in that household and like, the kids got fed first. Yeah. That's how it was. The kids yeah. ain't eat yet. Nobody eat yet. Yeah. That's just how it was. They look out for the kids. And it's like, that's how I, that's how I am becoming a better father from their example of like how they treated me. Like the love I got from them, I, I can and give like, to my I son. Think, I think the power that they were able to give you and pass down, right? In this line specifically, because I think this resonates to where you are as a writer right now in your life is when you say, again, in that line, and still encourage us to read, read until we can write. Mm -hmm. Right until it is right, mm -hmm. and I think that's some shit that you are actually like bringing. You're manifesting in your life, like you're I'm writing your trying. way out, I'm and you're writing trying. your things the right for me to make things right. Yeah. So like with that line, because I I said, uh, see their mothers go from, uh, um, forgot about the history books, and still encourage us to read, read until we can write, write until it is right, right. So it's like history is always told by the victor, right. Um, so like, it's a lot of things that aren't in our history books that were true. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's up for us as artists to tell the story the right way. Um, but we have to know the craft. We have to be talented in that craft. We have to study that craft in order to be able to be on a platform to tell the truth. Right. Because it's like, it's so many lies out here about like what we couldn't do or, or what they didn't do or. When it's like, we've been doing since doing was doing. When right. like, we've been doing. That's all we've been is doing. Um, and we need more stories like that. And it's crazy because on the surface level, like speaking for me, like I remember my mom, like a punishment was me writing. Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like if let's say if I did something wrong, like they would make it. me write that shit out. Mm -hmm. Like I will never do this again. You're going to fill up this one subject notebook or whatever mm -hmm. the case is. So, or if you were doing homework and something wasn't legible, you know, rewrite you're, it. yo, you're rewriting this yeah. shit right now. You're writing yeah. this again. And I'm sure that's something sure you went through too, yeah, right? Of course, of course. Um, so my mom, she she gave it up like that. She gave it like when I got a little older, it was the writing. Um, but she was just an active communicator. So it's like it was just always and what she was wanting to she was a Pisces like me. So it's like I didn't have to say too much about how I felt. She got it. And then sometimes she would give me the tough love and be like, yo, listen, you gotta be okay. Like, it's not going to always go your way. And then sometimes she would actually sit down and like, hey, like, 
listen, I, how do you really feel? Let's talk it out. I think it's dope like because that. like we're, we're mothers, we're black mothers, like it's like their, their youth is their trophy. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like that's their prize because like you say it here, right? Until monuments are erected in their honor, right? Mm-hmm. And even if they aren't, at least this world knows this little black boy had a loving family. That's like, a fact. That's huge. Like I think a mom need like she's, that's one of the things. It's like, I'm not going to send another angry black man out into this world. Society sh- needs to, to know it, her. right? So it's like, uh, we we have the black man trope. We have the angry black man, blah, 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 came from a hard life, blah, blah. And it's like, yeah, I guess. Uh, but I had love my whole life. So I, I'm not going to sit here and focus on the times when I didn't. So I want to I wanna tell that story. That's dope. <laughs> like, you know That's like, real shit. Yeah, this is um, there's a lot of gems right here in this this poem just alone, bro. I, appreciate I think it's that, really man. dope. What um, I'm gonna put you on the spot. What's up? Out of everybody, out of all the women in your family that you love, right? Uh huh. Who throws down the best in the kitchen? Who yeah. threw down the best in the kitchen? Ooh. I'm about to get you. Hey, don't do, don't, <laughs> don't, do, that, don't do that. Don't do that. I keep it funky though. I keep it funky with all. Yeah, of them. remember your aunt? Watch your. Everybody watch your got. Every so listen. Year. Everybody got their specialty. That's what I would oh. say. Everybody got their specialty. You definitely a poet, my brother. <laughs> <laughs> you talked your way out of that. Everybody shit got quick. their specialty. Like I'm gonna keep it stacked. So my 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 aunt no no. I give more nicknames by the way. My aunt no no. Um, shout out to aunt no no. Shout out to aunt no no. Uh, she. She does all of the babysitting for me with the baby right now. So that's the person I'm around all the time. Uh, she throw down on oxtails. Like, that's her goal. That's her job at every family function. She's doing the oxtails. Um, Kiosha, my cousin, she could fuck up some mac and cheese. I ain't going to hold you. Like, I don't Word. want nobody else mac and cheese but her. She be doing the, the, the spinach with the, with the white cheese and all that, too. It's different. So, um, yo, my Joe's on the table. That. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like, <laughs> sound like I need that. some of that. Um, uh, wifey, we might need that for the, um, for the poetry wifey, club party. I'm yeah. curious that wifey is, is like from the Bahamas. So it's like anything in that lane, Caribbean church, the, stoop, yeah. whatever. She got that. She got we that. That's her. We got to throw some curry uh, chicken on there. My sister, she's good with seafood and she's good with um turkey wings. She She kills the turkey wings, like. I ain't never had turkey wings oh, yeah. like that. Yeah, it's crazy. But so, like, everybody got their thing. Like, everybody got their thing. Um, my Aunt Georgie, she tries a little bit of everything, but she could fry some chicken. All right, all right. Like, so, it. I think the question that my boy is asking is, if you have one last meal. If I had one last meal, I would want all of their specialty dishes on that plate. But, all right. Who's cooking it? They're all cooking. They're all cooking. They're all cooking. I want everybody to cook. Oh, I'm all shit. like, this is my last one? Hell yeah. I know, no. <laughs> <laughs> we gonna get him to tell the truth on no no. Nah, she she kills some oxos, but I I ain't never had oxos that taste like that. And my girl be trying to recreate it, and it's like nah. And she's yeah. black American, right? Who? I no no. Yeah. So my my family is all from the south. Like my father's side and my mother's side, all from the south. Black yeah. American. So she came to New York and said, "All right, I'm gonna figure that oxtail out." Yeah. So I don't know where she got it from because, yeah. like, that's not a thing that they used to eat. Yeah, down there. Nah, nah, yeah. Nah, nah. So you it's like be hungry as hell right now. Yeah, I'm starving. I'm starving now. But man. they they always had an affinity for um Caribbean men. So yeah, we're connected. Yeah. So that that's all all 
every one of their husbands was some shape, form, or fashion, like Caribbean. Yeah. Either so, so African you gotta, or Caribbean. Yeah, they probably was like, yo, I got to learn how to Yeah, that dude was just yeah. basically, so it's yeah. like they be, they be fucking up some oxtails, bro. And I be like, <laughs> wow, this is different. Well, definitely <laughs> pulling up Thanksgiving. <laughs> you feel me? Like, we be eating, bro. Like, they, they and love I'm going to tell Kiyosha, I didn't know you'd throw down yo, on the mac and she, cheese, yo. Yo, listen. I'm going to get her next time. She ain't got to pay me. I'm keeping it she real just with gotta, you. She just got to give me some mac and cheese. And I'm, I'm the ready. reason why her mac and cheese is bomb. All right, brother. <laughs> I said what I said. I believe a lot of shit you say. I'm the reason why her mac and cheese I is godly. Boy. I promise you. What? I promise you. You told I, her one day, it was like, yo, put I came at her one shit? day. I came at her one day. I Because she used to do mac and no cheese. You feel me? So I'd be like, yo, where the cheese at? Like, how we going to just eat mac and no cheese? My nigga, like, what's up with you? Yeah, 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 you it was stupid. at the family function. Everybody was there. She was tight. I probably was, like, 17 at the time. I was a dickhead. Like, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, we just got closer and closer as adults. But, like, I, I used to get on her nerves. I know I used to get on her nerves. But she ain't got no cheese in her mac and cheese. So I was like, yo, what we doing? It wasn't, I, it I wasn't enough cheese. It wasn't, it wasn't enough cheese. cheese. I should have bet that me? motherfucking cheese. Like, the cheese and now. mac ratio was off. Did she put I, breadcrumbs on there? Or nah, nah, she don't no do the breadcrumbs. Right? Right, no so doubt. it's like, it was just, it was, it was trash. So it's like, I had to keep it real with my family. Trash. Shit. And I think the next year when I came back, she, she had like three she different. Went in the off season, yeah, she, and she had, worked on a game. Bro, she had three <laughs> different types she, of mac and wasn't cheese, in the, bro. Y'all wasn't with me cooking in the kitchen. She bro, was in she the had, kitchen. She yo. had three different types and she had one vegan option. Wow. I said, oh, she's different. She different. She's different, B. She puts her weight on, got her muscles Yo, up. she took that shit seriously, bro. Like, she took it to the heart. I said, oh, oh all right, God, cool, great. Me. I'm going to start insulting all y'all cooking now. Y'all going to do it like that. <laughs> Which is cool. Yeah, I wish I could. could. <laughs> My next meal will have poison in that shit. <laughs> yeah. And you don't try that with Joe. Because from what I know about Joe, she going to light you up. You say No, 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 no. I keep it real with her, too, bro. What? I keep it real. I That's keep it funky, son. bro. Like, she make her shit too hot. She make that shit way too hot, bro. I didn't know. She done made some jerk some chicken one day. When we first got, funny story, we first got together, right? You know how, like, you don't want to tell your girl, like, you not eating that shit. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm trying to be gangster. She told me. She looked at me. She said, oh, it might be a little hot. Boy. <laughs> a little hot? Shit took you out? My nigga, I was on a toilet. Shit <laughs> tastes like a Caribbean <laughs> beach. Yo, bro, I, I lied you not. And I ate it with a straight face. Like, oh, this shit good. I couldn't feel my tongue. So I was God, you know, I'm never lying again. So I'm like, you know truth. what? I right, cool. I'm I'm a I'm gonna be all right. That shit woke me up out the middle of the night, bro. I I was literally on a toilet sweating, like going through it, bro. And I was like, never again. My like, boy, never again. So I gotta tell you, my like, boy that had shit COVID symptoms. bro. It was crazy. I was dripping sweat, bro. Like from my head, bro. Like what is going on, yo? You know how you gotta, you know, you in a small bathroom, so you gotta touch both sides of the wall. Like, Yo, I had to wake her up yo, in the middle of the night. Like, yo, don't took, ever cook that. Yo, you ever did the again. Friday shit. Like, don't go to the bathroom bro. for about 35. My nigga, I didn't know minutes. that you could make jerk that spicy, bro. Like, I was like, yo, what is this? The food was good, I though. I love Caribbean food. I don't man. like That's spicy my food. Shit, man. I don't like spicy food. That's I, my I, shit, man. I just can't do it, bro. I like hot sauce. Yeah. But like Caribbean spices, it's different. Mad yeah. Scotch bonnet, just everywhere. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> Why are you cooking so much Scotch bonnet? That's like one of the hottest peppers in the world, bro. Like, what are you doing? I ain't mad at. I love. I didn't know I what a Scotch bonnet was. I love it. 
until I met her, bro. And it, that was the worst thing I've ever experienced yeah, in my life. Yeah, Caribbean motherfuckers is no joke with when it comes to the spice, though. That's for sure. For yeah, sure, because I've, I've had a pepper. This shit was like the size of my thumbnail, the pepper. Yeah. And I took a bite into the pepper. What lies? I chopped it up. First of all, why are you biting in into a pepper? Well, I didn't bite the pepper. This thing's a daredevil. I, yo, I work with some Jamaican cat, Kirk. I love this dude. He's my cat. He's my guy yeah. right here. Yo, y'all got to go to um, his Jamaican spot out in the Bronx off Boston Road. Anyway, long story short, gave me this little pepper. This shit was the size of my pinky nail, yeah. I chopped it up. I didn't really need to do much chopping. It was small. Yeah, it was small. I put it in my rice, my rice and beans. Yeah, I threw it in the whole pot of rice and beans. The size of my fucking pinky nail. And that shit was spicy. Bro, I threw right? out the whole pot of rice and beans. I couldn't eat this shit. It was too hot, bro. Yeah, I can't do I that. I was like, there's no way. I can't eat it, yo. This yo, shit. you ever see somebody try to eat some hot shit and they like sweating? And it's like they nose dripping. Yeah, you look look uncomfortable (laughs) as shit. Like, (laughs) what are you doing? Start twitching and shit. Why are you eating this? You don't look like you're enjoying (laughs) this at all. Open up your palate, yo. But nah, (laughs) nigga, like nah, nigga. I like to actually taste my food. I can't taste that. I'm starving, yo. I'm starving. I ain't gonna lie. I'm mad hungry right now. After this, we gotta go with Sunny. That's a fact. We can. But um, to jump back into it, right? You say, ironically enough. Hearing the rumbling of an empty stomach was the only motivation they ever needed. Mm-hmm. The ability to withdraw pain from wounds I didn't know I had. Mm-hmm. How they knew that honey, ginger, and ACV, mm-hmm. apple cider vinegar, right? Love worked better than anything a doctor could ever describe. Mm-hmm. Now, that's some real black woman magic shit right there. Talk about that concoction, bro, because that shit what saves. The, the ginger, yeah, honey, yeah. honey, ginger, that's a, vinegar. Niggas don't know that's a cleaning product. Yeah, it does everything. <laughs> it does, it everything does everything you can think of, bro. It does everything. <laughs> everything. Um, so, like, you got to, a cold, a flu. Yeah, you good. You you just do that. First of all, I was playing with the with the whole... Black people don't like doctors kind of thing, right? You know what I'm saying? Because, like, that's that's a thing, right? Like, I know a lot you of... You I would say that I I have some faith in, in, the, in the medical field because I have the knowledge. But when you don't have the knowledge, I can understand how you wouldn't have any faith in it, right? Because, like, I can advocate for myself. So it's like, yeah, I could go to the doctor because, like, you're not going to tell me. Some shit that I didn't already research and know. Um, but when I say, um, what was the first line I started with? You said hearing the rumbling oh, yes. of an empty stomach. Was the only motivation they the needed. the only motivation they needed. They trying to feed their kids, bro. So it's like a lot of the, and, and not just literally, right? Like a lot of uh, the decisions that they made in their lives were based upon their children. Right. Um, especially feeding their kids. Feeding their right. kids, right? Um, and not necessarily literally all and the time, like but just... It could yeah, be like information. Just, yes. It could be love. It could Given, be providing a wisdom. certain light. Yeah. Um, so, like, that's what I meant by that. And then um, how they withdrew pain from wounds I never knew I had, right? Um, sometimes when I talk to my unknown, like, she'll give me wisdom that I didn't think I needed. But then it just sets in and it's like, this is what I needed to hear. Like, how did you know? Like, I remember, and, and I'll never forget this shit because I'm putting it in a poem and I got to figure out how to do it. Um, You'll figure it out. I'm yeah, sure. I'm going to figure out how to do it. <laughs> uh, we were talking and, and at this time, like, I always got so much on my mind. But when I talked to her, like, 
we talk like homies. Like that's like one of my best friends. So it's like, we understand these, the sense of humor. Um, I could be a little bit more edgy with her than I would be with my other aunts. Cause like, <laughs> yo, she basically raised me. Um, so I was talking about something. We was just shooting the shits and, um, she started telling me a story and then she asked if I was okay. And I was like, yeah, I'm good. What you mean? And then she was like, you know what? Um, sometimes you can't see the light through the tunnel, but it's always on. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> that was the most profound, profound shit, shit I've ever heard. And it came out of nowhere. I didn't think I needed it. But like when I sat and reflect, she knew I was overwhelmed. She's a poet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like right. she knew that I had so much shit on my mind that like I didn't know what was going on and I just wasn't talking about it. So like to say that in that moment when it had, and I think she was referencing herself. She was talking like about- Like I'm always here for you. No, she was talking about a story. Like she was telling me a story and she was just vent. And she said that and it connected in a way that was was monumental, bro. Cause like it kind of took some weight off of me. Like, oh, it's gonna be okay. Like that's what I took away from it. And it's like, so when things like that happen, that's what I meant in that line. Like how you withdrew pain from wounds I never knew I had. It's like things like that happen all the time with them. Like they'll give me some gems that I needed that I didn't know I needed. You know what, yeah, what, what I kind of took from it was when you mentioned the apple cider vinegar con concoction, mm -hmm. right, in comparison to going to the doctor, is that, like, <clears throat> people don't understand that, like, the black mom, right, she's this centerpiece in the house that's for everything, right? She's mm -hmm. the doctor. Yeah. She's the one that's your fashionist. She's going to hook you up and get yeah. you the right gear. Get your skincare together. You. She's the cook. <laughs> for me, she's the financial advisor. Yeah. She's the principal. She's yeah. the security guard. She's she's everything. Mm -hmm. So I think in that line, what I took was like, you know, they they have this keen ability to, like you said, heal wounds that you didn't know you have, mm -hmm. but also to not outsource it. Yeah. To to keep that that lineage or that culture going where we passing on the ACV concoctions, yeah. the lemon and honey and ginger. Yep. And like that shit is powerful. It was profound. I'm glad that you you went there. I'm glad that you was able to go there, bro. For nah, sure. I truly appreciate and, that. And um bro. shout out to uh, no no bro, cause the light is always on, man. Yo, no no is a G, bro. I'm gonna keep the stack with you. Like a lot of my inspiration for poems comes from my mother, it comes from my no no. Just the conversations that I've had with all of them. Um and like, yeah, they, they who, legit. Who, who, who out of all the women in your family is like the, the jokester, like who's mad, like who just likes to get funny and joke with you all the time? I don't know. Who's the one that was like, you, if she spoke one time, that's it. She just needed to speak once. Then you like, everybody stop. And like, it just was that. that My was mother. That was, that was her. That was her role. Like, she spoke a lot. Don't get me wrong. But like. All right. Now, who's the one that was the best cook? <laughs> yeah, I see what y'all doing here. I almost got it. I see what y'all doing here. He, he, he tried to Joe Rogan. Me. That was that was really good. That was really good. Thank you, brother. See, what, what he didn't know I is I'm media trained too, so it's like I think they're all great cooks. Yo, I love hilarious. all of them. Yo, shout out to the, to the PR team, our whole three, three you know PR team. The media training came in here. Yo, that was did. good, man. <laughs> all right, well, as you all know, we get really busy when it comes to this poetry stuff. We do it officially. We are him. We are they. Um, but we also bring a new element to to this poetry realm, and we're going to immersify this experience. Hey, I would love for you to introduce the immersification. Um, yeah, okay, so this, this poem is called Magic, and it's about the women in my family. 
So the women in my family are magic. Like, I have witnessed them transform tragedy into triumph. Cradling self-esteem and rocking pain to sleep with lullabies that soothe the average beast like me. See, I've seen them look death dead in the eyes and laugh like only a black woman could. With enough cocoa butter and shade to even out all of my dark places. With enough snaps, neck rolls, and hand claps to let you know when they ain't playing. Enough fortitude to last generations because as we all know, black, it just don't crack like that. Cause see when my mother died, these women literally put the men on their back and carried us to understanding. When my uncle died, they were the only ones to not cry. The only ones to allow for us men to be both vulnerable and safe. See, this is what God must feel like. They say the burden of strength, it always lies with the wise. Well, these women birth boulders and can move mountains with their mouths. I remember overhearing conversations in the kitchen. And if y'all know anything, y'all know there's nothing more magical than four black women in one kitchen. See, I watched them there, gracefully stirring pots, measuring by hand just the right amount that's good for your soul. See, they were good for your soul, like church, because the kitchen was praise and worship. The kitchen was knees on a pew, an invitation to forgiveness. And these women, these women are extensions of God. These women are fried chicken, collards, and turkey neck bones, baked mac and cheese, gizzards, and gluten-filled bread, because gluten-free just don't taste the same. These women are seasoning, picked from the earth, and packaged in tough love, raw, salty, and sweet. These women, these women have survived fires and lived to tell of smoke, of rubble, of ash that blows in the wind like strange fruit on Mississippi trees. They have seen their fathers die by the hands of whites and still manage to smile. They have seen their mothers go from matriarchs to forgotten by the history books and still encourage us to read, read until we can write, write until it is right, until monuments are erected in their honor and even if they aren't, at least all of y'all will know that this little black boy came from a loving family, so. It amazes me how hearing the rumblings of an empty stomach was the only motivation they needed. How they withdrew pain from wounds I never knew I had. How they had love etched on the insides of their arms so that every hug had the power of healing. How they knew honey and ginger and apple cider vinegar worked better than anything a doctor could ever prescribe. I have no idea. See, the women in my family are magic. 
Swift. And I just want them to know that that monument they've been waiting for has always been right here.